how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! What's up, guys? Tony has immediately left. After the <laughs> We'll just keep going. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pace Power Podcast. I am your host, Ed Dowling. With me today, it's the full crew. All five of us. First of all, we'll go with we'll go with Ed in the top left. How's it going? Yeah, good thanks. Good. Nice. Good stuff. Pat in the top right. How are we doing? Very good. Hamps in the bottom left. Bonjour. Bonjour indeed, and Temi in the bottom right, a little scare there, I thought you, you dropped out as soon as we started. Back <laughs> I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Good stuff, well look, it's good to be back, obviously the last time we did this, I think it was the start of April, so two months, long last time, a lot has happened since, so a lot to catch up on, uh, but it's good to dive back into stuff, we're going to do the season review today, we're going to talk about um, what's gone on in the 22-23 season. Um, go through the high points, go through the low points, and yeah, obviously today is the day after the Champions League final. Uh, obviously, the desired result did not happen. Nope. Um, but uh, yeah, should we kick off with that? Obviously, that's probably the most fresh thing in everyone's mind, right? Um, obviously, yep. I watched it with everyone here, but Temi, Temi, I imagine you watched it, right? No, of course I didn't. Why would I sit through that? Actually, <laughs> not. Respect. No, no of course I didn't. I was playing FIFA. <laughs> oh, so you had the option to. It was too, very like average. Oh, I wasn't busy at all. Well, that's it, free that. I respect that. I respect that. No, fair enough. Well, I guess we were all supporting Inter Milan, right? In the Champions mm-hmm. League final. Um, yeah. What were you. Because obviously, I watched it with a lot of you guys, so I kind of had an idea as to what a lot of you thought. So I'll start with you, Timmy. What, when you saw the result, at least, what were your thoughts? After knowing City have done a treble, there's only been in in England. There's only been two trebles in our lifetimes, I believe. In England, that's the, the second treble ever, right? United was the yeah. first one. Yeah. Um, what, how did that make you feel? <laughs> Do you know what? More than anything, I thought finally because I've just been dreading this happening for about seven, eight years. It was always going to happen. It was an inevitability because Pep was not going to leave until they did it anyway, and they just were going to do it. And it's felt like putting off the inevitable for years now. So it was almost relief. Like, okay, it's happened and I, I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good that it's City. If it was Liverpool did it, I think um, I think all of us collectively would feel worse. I don't actually yeah. nope, just, I don't nope, dislike nope, Liverpool nope, no. more than City. But it's more yeah, like I City, I, I can agree. write that off and I can be like, oh, they're so far removed from what football should be that it's like, I actually don't really care. Whereas Liverpool are a proper team. It's like, oh, that is within the realms of possibility now. 
So, I, I could disagree oh. more personally. I could disagree more. Um, I, I would much. I mean, I personally don't don't dislike Liverpool anywhere near as much as you guys. But even if like, even if obviously it'd be different if it was Spurs. But if United or Chelsea did it, I like United again. I would be less. I think less aggrieved than if if City did it. Like, I I can't pretend anymore that City don't really aggravate me. Um, I hate seeing them be this successful and like it's so bad for the sport. It, it's it made me so miserable. Like I was in such a pit yesterday. But are you going to um, be miserable when Newcastle inevitably do it as well? Um, no, because this is the first one. But you're right. Like they will at some point probably because they're even richer than City. They just haven't even started yet. It's it's just disgraceful the whole thing. That's kind of exactly why I am still apathetic to it because I know they'll. Be another one. It's just kind of oh. yeah. Well, yeah. In terms of the game itself, um, I think Champions League finals, ge- finals in general, are always really bad. It's it's such like a it's ev- it's so consistently a poor game because it's very edgy and nervous. One thing I have seen um, in reaction to the game is a lot of people slagging off Lukaku for for missing a lot of chances and everything like that. Agreed. I thought in the moment, and actually looking back through the chances. I really don't. I, I get it, but I, he, he wasn't that bad, was he? Really? Nah, Ed. I don't. Like, we all saw it, right? That header was a disgrace. He was uh, about two yards out, and he headed it straight at Edison. That was ridiculous. We're talking a striker that was considered world class, one of the best in the world. He's got in the Champions League <laughs> final. He has to put that away. Yeah, absolutely. Pathetic. I, no, I, no, do, no, I, 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 I can kind of see where you're coming from. Like he. He should have scored, but also I think Inter were just far more threatening. Like once he came on, like, they didn't have any shots before he was there. Like he did quite well yeah. in terms of like generating attacking chances. It's just the stuff he got at the end of. He isn't it so fair to say that that's just the game state? City clearly weren't that asked about sitting on a one 0 lead. They didn't really do anything after they scored. I guess my point is more uh, like Lautaro Martinez. Like people are saying, the the ghost of Argentina in that game. That guy didn't do a fucking thing, and he's he didn't get any stick. Lukaku comes on, and like, he, yeah, sure, okay, he, he messed it all up every time, every chance he got, he messed up. But at least he's getting stuff was happening. Like Martinez didn't do anything, and he's I don't know. Like whenever I've ever watched Martinez, Latoro Martinez, I've never seen any anything. I've seen no tools whatsoever. He's not good. Lukaku, he's got something. He's got the pick and roll move. Which he didn't. He didn't unleash that yesterday, which is very, a big, big shame for me personally. I don't know. Into the heritage, the heritage lost out. And usually in these games in the Champions League final, I, I remember we talked about it yesterday, Hammerson. Um, usually the team you want to win, apart from obviously Liverpool beating Spurs, usually the team you want to win does. Usually the heritage wins out in the end. But this was just so like. Ugh. But like Timmy says, it was inevitable. They were always gonna win it at some point. They've been throwing. They've spent like two billion in the last fifteen years. They were inevitably going to win it. It's. It was just a matter of time. It's just extra crappy from a neutral perspective that it's been in such glorious fashion with the greatest striker of the last. Yeah. Well, probably the Premier League's going to ever see, which is. Really, really miserable. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I want a little. Okay, so let, let's talk about Harlan for a sec because I thought he was rubbish last night. I thought he was so bad. Well, I think he's. I think he's also been. You could say that about all the city players who played well. I don't think anyone did. 
Not like they were John, John Stones did. Six out of ten. General, general John Stones every damn I thought, time. I don't think he was good thought, yesterday. I really don't think he was good yesterday. No, he, no, he, was, was, he was great. He was everywhere. Unreal. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. <laughs> really, really fantastic. <laughs> um, Grealish was terrible, but like no one wants to speak on that. Everyone, uh, genuinely, it's so crazy to me that people have d- done yeah. this narrative about Grealish that he's like turned it all around from last season. He has had the exact same season that he had last same season, season. but season. City have done even better. So people are saying now that he's somehow paid off his fee. He really hasn't. Well, he's he got crap. like five goals, didn't he? He like, played thir- 13 games in the Champions League this season, scored none. Like he he, he does nothing. Um, five in but, the league as well. Can't score by Sancho. Nice lad tax though, so they let him get away with nah, it. Ah, he's had a, he's had a much better <laughs> season. Come Jesus. on, come on. Based, based on what? Sorry. He's got some big goals. He's got some really big goals. No, no, come on. Five of them. He's got some big goals. He's got some really big goals. Which goals? At the Emirates, at the carpet, I believe. I do recall that one. I'll give you that. I remember him knee sliding at the carpet. There's there's one for you. He did score at Old Trafford, (laughs) but I believe that was immediately cancelled out. (laughs) But he did score. No, he's in a much better season. Come on, you, you can't say you can't say he's the same season. That's that is unfair. That is harsh. I know. I do agree with you. He's played better. He's not. He's not considerably it's, it's... bolstered his output, but I think he like if you watch them play, he's he's doing more than he used to. Yeah, I, I don't even agree. What I was going to say, it's you funny hear you say that, Pat, because you are the guy who goes on about the eye test over stats. It's not an eye test. It's not an output-based like, argument. I, I'm not talking about output. I'm talking he is doing the same thing that he did last year. He's getting the ball and he's recycling possession. It's He does it well, but it, it's not a £100 million thing to do. You could get anyone I, in that position to do that pretty much. But I also think that is quite clearly what Pep wants him to do because, again, he has the most lethal striker the Premier League's ever seen playing beside him. So why yeah, that's would why, that's why Grealish has a better season. It's nothing to do with him. It's because Haaland is there. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah, there. exactly. Pep Haaland wants him exists. to play it through his incredibly clinical striker rather than last season, Grealish going into the He scores some goals occasionally. He was horrendous. This season, he doesn't have to score any goals. So people are saying that he personally has had a better season. He's not. There's just been less responsibility for him to actually have output. That's all there is to it, I think. I think I exist somewhere in the middle of these two camps. That's what I mean. I I'm Grealish, with Demi, somewhere in the middle. Grealish has been fine, um, probably slightly better than last season. But uh, I mean, he's Ooh. not set the world alight at all. You went a little bit brummy speaking of Grealish there, Timmy. The way you said oh, last. <laughs> 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 well, all right, next question I've got for all you guys. I'll start with you, Dixon. Where does this City team rank in in Premier League history in terms of the best teams you've watched? Well, they're not even the best city team. <laughs> this is true. You don't think? I don't think. I don't know. I like. I get, I that, they, I get that they won the treble and all, but like, I feel like the Centurions were a bad all-round side. Agreed. You know, and mm. I mean, maybe I mean to me, it's a bit baffling that it's taken what, on this did, long did, to did win the Champions remember, League. But like, who who knocks the Centurions out of the Champions League? Do you guys remember? That's Spurs. Was it, Leon? Was it, Leon? Was it Monaco? Oh. It was either Leon, Monaco, or Spurs. No, it wasn't Leon. Leon with a COVID year. Yeah, Leon with COVID mm. year. Monaco was the Falcao chip year, wasn't it? Yeah. But it would have been one of those very, very poor teams. We were 18 19. I think Monaco. No, Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool. It was the year yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, that's that fine. Was, that, that was heritage winning out right there. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, no, Halo Yeah. Watching the game yesterday, I thought I really didn't think City were very good. I yeah. thought they, were, they looked very nervous, no, were... and there's lots of big mistakes. That a good, a better team, a more heritage team. Real Madrid win that game every single time. I think. Yeah, but they weren't playing Real Madrid because they'd not run <laughs> Real Madrid out five one on aggregate the, the last game. I think they are yeah. by far, by far the best English team I've ever seen for for a plethora of reasons. One. Wow. Every single person in that team turns up the vast majority of weeks, and when they don't, there's two or three people who can come in and do it better. They have the best striker I've ever, honestly, the best striker I've ever seen in my life. He's ridiculous and he's such a child. Ilkay Gundahan, <laughs> have you seen how good that guy is? Yet, yet, like for the first thirty games of the season, the he's not in the top sort of six, seven City players you're, you're going to name. Because there's so much quality in that side that they can rely on one guy to do it, and that guy can change from game to game. De Bruyne, Harlan, Gundahan, and then the people off the bench. When when you can bring Foden off the bench, you know you got something special. And then the less lauded ones, your John Stones, your Akes, your Akanjis, all unreal. I think they have got something very very special. And even though they've built it on fraud and lies and mm. Lack of heritage is <laughs> the best one we've seen. I think we just have to admit it now. Was it 115 counts of, of fraud? Yeah. So we'll, we'll wait on that. We'll wait on that. All right. I'll, I'll yes or no. Ed, uh, best team you've ever seen in the Premier League? No. Oh, I said, I'm still not. I'm still not there. Um. Yes. I think so. Amazon? Staying there. Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say yes. I would say objectively yes, but nothing about it fills me with any kind of satisfaction or like, oh, I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm witnessing something special. I'm just like, oh, you've assembled a super team because you've invested really well. It's not, it's not, it's a very unspectacular, amazing team, I think. Yeah, I think no there's some credit though. Like, oh yeah, no, yeah, he's playing the most expensive team in the world, but time. he's also managing yeah, them yeah. very, very well. I think there's a um, there's like from a footballing perspective, there's absolutely no like purely on the pitch. There's no criticism you can levy at them. Really, like they have assembled like the like monsters of football team, but there's no romanticism to it at all. Like I'm sure there is for City fans and BT. I don't know if you heard, but BT tried to make it romantic last night by saying how amazing of a footballing story it was. I'm sorry, that is rubbish. It wasn't. It's the most there's, boring story I've ever heard. Yeah, there's no soul to it whatsoever. It's it's, it's not a story. It's terrible. Mm. Sad times. All right, moving on. Do we want Move to on, talk about our own clubs? Oh, all right. Do do we want to go best to worst or worst to best? I think we should go worst to best. Yeah, because yeah, even though I think this is the worst Spurs season I've seen, uh, well, certainly since we've done this podcast, but I think since I've been an adult, definitely Chelsea just blow it away every time. Take us away. Amy, yeah. Objectively, the worst Chelsea season in my lifetime. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've got a couple little metrics to to ask you on here, Amson, but I want I want just your general thoughts. Give me a couple couple statements about the season. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> Very bad. Wow. Fascinating. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> 
Um, we went through four matches. Um, <laughs> it was very, very, very bad. All the players were very, very bad. The managers were very, very bad. Um, next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, You're gonna okay. give us who, nothing. Who was the worst? Who was the worst man? Normally, I would just ask um, what the worst uh, player you had was. But since you have four to choose from, who was the worst manager this season? I mean, I think objectively, it's got to be Frank because he was brought in <laughs> to supposedly one job. Which, in my opinion, the only reason I was excited about it was bring back good vibes, play some of the young players, you've got nothing to lose. And he still lost so much very, very many times. Well, not he personally, but they stopped Chuck Romeca going to the Youth World Cup and then didn't play him. Like, There's just so many poor decisions in his, what, month and a half. I I think what you could say is like, None of the other managers that managed, obviously not counting that Bruno guy because he had like what one game, but um, the other three people who are actually in charge of Chelsea for like a few games this season, only Frank of all of them had like had a stint that you could argue is the worst of all time. <laughs> like Potter had a really bad, disappointing time, but it I don't think it's going to go down in the annals of history, really. Um, Lampard, I don't know, that guy is such a fraud. Can we sort of numbers I don't for a think second? you can call him a fraud because who's he defrauding? <laughs> your football still- club. You! Yeah, Hamilton, he's, he's defrauding you! <laughs> but we didn't hire him for anything. We didn't bring him in to get his Champions League. Like, Did you bring him in to manage the team every and you paid him away. We brought him in yeah. to get rid of Potter. <laughs> I, I don't need to, I don't want to bring this up just to make you look bad, Hamilton, but I do distinctly remember, I hope someone else can back this up, but when, when, he came in at you saying now there's there's still a chance to get outside chance to get top four <laughs> yeah you did oh. you said if things went your way liverpool slipped up if that was nothing to do with him personally that was to do with it still being mathematically possible forgetting the fact that we were very much bad do you remember and- the world cup like, do you remember, yeah, we were... like, you know, like a few, like six months ago, there was this whole big tournament ages and ages ago. <laughs> you know, you've won five times since then in Stop 30 so games. Yeah. <laughs> five yeah, like that. times. That Have is we already brushed over Lampard yet? Worst yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, you can't blame that. Like the implication of obviously mentioning that is that that is Frank's fault. Frank came in in April, like that is Potter. Where were you when no, Frank came in? in? Of that, no, no, it's his fault. Frank Frank came in like the second week of April or something. I think he had a well, he, wait, yeah, the season finished. When did it finish? The like two weeks ago. So yeah, he would have had he would have had like five five six weeks out of that. Five months. That's majority on Potter. I don't know what because of purely from a perspective. Hmm? I see what you're saying. That's not, that's not me excusing Frank being bad because Frank was bad. He won one match, but the fewer win. If you're looking at that time period since the World Cup, then that is more on Potter because Potter had more time. So absolutely, I agree with you. But as dreadful as you were under. Potter, and you were absolutely ranted under Potter. I don't know what you guys think, but I thought under Frank, you were just 
horrible to watch. It's so much worse. Yeah. I, miserable. I wouldn't even say we were... We were obviously horrendous and lost nearly every match. But we weren't that much worse. Like, we lost to, what, Wolves, Brighton, Arsenal, City. We lost to those teams on the bottom. We lost to Southampton. We Forest. lost to Fulham. We drew with Forest. <laughs> Oh, we drew with the forest, but oh, either sorry, either way, either way, <laughs> yeah, like under under Potter, we were still losing to Southampton, Fulham, just awful teams <laughs> as well. So Brentford, Villa, that's what I mean. We were still losing to rubbish teams. So yeah, there were some bad, you know, moments with Frank. Like we were awful against you guys. We were awful against City. We were awful against Arsenal, but. We're was all about that. That. We would have lost that under Big Potter win. as well. We would have lost those games under Potter as well. So, you know, we lost yeah. the much worse games. Fair enough. So, worst season in your life, Henderson. I want you to give oh, your season five. rating out of 10. I mean, it can't be higher than a one. <laughs> Pretty. No, I mean, one, one is like you go down. No, That's zero is you, is you go I down. Zero is you go down. Like, there's one. Can't give more than a one. I think There's you can give it a two, just because like one it, for me is like you're bat- you just about to stay up. We basically they did. did. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> a couple, honestly, right, a couple, a couple they of weren't two- truly fighting relegation though. I know, oh, but if a couple of those early season two could wins had been losses, like genuinely, you'd have been really in, in amongst it. Yeah, you finished six a- points above Forest. Forest were really in amongst it until the penultimate weekend. You finished six points above them. It was only because we, we had, had 10 points we clear so of relegation. So long. We were in the relegation zone, of, as in if you look at everything after Tuchel. So yeah, I think it's completely fair to give it a one. Should we, uh, right. should, should we ask everyone for their respective teams who the top three best and worst performers were, player-wise? Oh, really we, got, we, got that, that. we got that coming, don't worry about that. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> what I've got next, which I think would be quite funny, is I want your player of the season, Hamilton, but... I think we should all try and guess it first and see if it's right. Because I've watched probably the least of all these teams. I've probably watched Chelsea the least. Lucky you. Yeah, agreed. Your best player. I watch Chelsea every week. It's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start start with you. Who do you think Chelsea's best player was this season? Um, There's only one answer, by the way. Maybe. All right. One and a half. So you can't give it away until we come to you, okay? Pat? Um, okay, I was going to say Enzo, but Hamilton's just given away that it clearly isn't. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I, don't even, I don't think Thiago Silva was good enough to be to warrant it. I'll go with Kepa. Kepa, fucking hell. Dixon? Uh, ooh, that's a hard I, I was going to say Thiago Silva just on the basis that he is a serviceable centre-back for them. <laughs> Which well, is something like terrible to say about way. a man who's genuinely one of the best centre-backs of the last decade. He's had a serviceable right. season. I actually can't fathom who this person is. Hamilton, put me out of my misery. Silver, without a shadow of a doubt. Not even... Not even God... Uh, Remember you trying to get him into the team of the season? So funny. Uh, yeah, up, and, up until his injury. <laughs> what what was, that? was the, that? The Barclays team of the season. February time he was great. <laughs> the Barclays one. He's not getting into like the up soccer team of the season. 
The soccer aid one. No, James one Corden gets in above him. Up until, <laughs> up until maybe, well, up until Frank came in, we had conceded the same number of goals as like Arsenal and City. Our defence was solid up until Silva got injured in, what was that, like February. And then from there, everything really went to shit. Like, I don't think we conceded more than two once or twice, apart from the Brighton game where we got Howard. Other than that, I think, yeah, we, we barely ever conceded more than more than one or two. Like, our defence was solid. But our forwards were just god-awful. Um, and Silva, Silva was good. He was very, very right. good. It, without a shadow. Obviously, Enzo's been the I'll, best. I want your scapegoat of the season. Are we guessing this as well? Scapegoat. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's Dixon. Scapegoat of the season. What, Chelsea's so scapegoat? Yeah. Oh. Managers included. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Yeah, I'm assuming. I, mean, I, was, I was working on just players. Um, yeah, let's do players. Oh, I guess. I think you'll. I think Chelsea's scapegoat of the season. It might be Sterling. You can't have your top scorer as the scapegoat. He was and a top scorer. Sad, embarrassing. Oh, How many did he score? Like oh. Five. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it's obviously have it, scapegoat. It? Have us? I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Kukurea. Oh, I don't know. I'm looking at Wesley Fofana and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy's oh, no. crap. <laughs> Fofana is crap, man. He's awful. <laughs> Madrid uh, as well. I mean, come on. <laughs> Aubameyang? That's one of the most pathetic outings as a, as a footballer there, I've actually. ever seen. Went out so sad. Really, really bad. How was that for you, Arsenal fans? Oh, I was so great, so predictable as well. Like I remember, I know it maybe I think um, went under the radar a bit because we did the same for Sterling like ten minutes later. But we did definitely say guess whether Barrier was going to get like more or less than five goals, and I was definitely on the less side. So yeah, that was good. Fair enough. I, yeah, have said, I want your bonus of the season. Wait, hang on. I didn't actually tell you the flop. Well, the definite flop. If we're in, is Kukurea, he is the scapegoat, he is the guy. Um, but if you're including January signs, Mudrick, so unimpressive. Um, someone who I actually expected to be good and wasn't, I could include Kova as the scapegoat because he had a horrendous season. He's never, um, been there. but I think he's never been good. Yeah, I'm betting. I'm betting. I'm I'm going Kukure. I'm going Kukure just because so fucking bad. Fair enough. Um, right, and moment, moment, moment of the season was the win against Dortmund without a shadow of a doubt. That was the only. Don't even remember that. So fortunate. It was that bullshit penalty that he got retaken again for for no reason funny. at all. Very funny. <laughs> and then you got absolutely got banged out in the next round as well. <laughs> Glorious. And that because that, that gave Potter like a state of execution, didn't it? Yeah. So he, yeah. he was in the yeah. job for like two more weeks after that. Oh, glorious. Yeah, he didn't right, have worst moment of the season. Worst moment. The time you felt the worst. worst moment. Oh good God. I couldn't even tell you. Um there's plenty of them. Um the Southampton loss was horrendous. 
the Fulham loss watching it with you guys was horrendous. Um, <laughs> that was the Felix red card. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> That's this as well, right? Um, the bright come on, the Brighton loss. That was the Brighton so game. Humiliating. I, didn't, I didn't actually watch it. I remember being busy and just seeing it on my phone and just seeing. You know, when your club tweets, obviously the full time result, they don't tweet anything other than defeat. Full stop. <laughs> and. Um, Defeatful oh, stop is always peak, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the um, worst. Like, you know, it's a bad one when that happens. Um, I'd probably have to go Southampton at home. That was horrible. So fucking stuff. bad. Yep, long may it continue. I'm sure it won't, but it was it. Some, le- some levity in a very dark season for Tottenham. There's some levity there with Chelsea, as it always is. Um, I'll go next because I think Tottenham definitely had the worst next season. Um, and yeah, I don't really want to dwell on it too much. I'd say season rating, I'll give it a three, four, three. A three. Uh, we had a manager um, call out the club. So the club is like historically like complete shit. So that was good. Oh, man, that was great. Um, we had a uh, inter- intermediary assistant manager promoted to manager, who was then sacked and then replaced by his assistant. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had the worst, I think, the, statistically the worst twenty minutes in Premier League history in terms of like <laughs> goals conceded. Um, we had a player booed off the off the field twice to then be nominated as one of our players of the season. That's good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been hilarious. It's been absolutely hilarious. It's been so so bad. Um, the only thing for me that really is keeping it up at like three or four is Harry Kane had an unbelievable season yet again, and I think it's, it's, this might be sadly one of his best ever seasons for Tottenham, and it meant absolutely nothing. Like absolutely, like, we, didn't, we didn't even fight for anything. Um, That's what he loves, great. though, isn't it? When the yeah, pressure's maybe. off and he can just score his little goals. Yeah. <laughs> well, he loves his little. He loves his little goals. Um, but yeah, pretty, um, pretty appalling stuff, really. Um, who do you guys think was my uh, player season? Just fucking right. so obvious, yeah. isn't it? Oh, Let's wow. not even talk about it. Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> who do you think is my worst player of the season? Let's, let's do that. Let's flip it. Oh, who do you boy. think was the, I, that I thought all the Spurs fans thought was the worst player that we 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 saw? Almost disappointing. I, For me, I, I would have said like... Emerson Royale, but oh, he then bet, seemed buddy. to turn it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, I think it's quite obvious for me what what I would think if I was a Tottenham fan, just from the drop off, is Son because of where he was last season and Ooh. how how good those two were together. To be, to what he was this season, I think that was kind of my point. Like over the drop off. Even mm-hmm. though they were still got exactly that with Kulishevsky as well, possibly to an even worse degree. Okay, yeah, he, but then he was I think, injured for a lot longer. This thing, I think the sh- the, I was sh- the shining option here is Richarlison. Damn it, oh. you took mine, dude. What did you pay for? R- R- Sixty mil, horrible as well. One goal, double O twenty-seven. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking about a man who's taken his top off more times than he scored goals this season. Oh, <laughs> really good stuff. I don't know. I don't think it's any of them for me. I'd say oh. the closest one there is probably Romero. In terms of like my expectations coming in, I know this wasn't actually the question I asked you, but I'm thinking about it more now. In terms of expectation at the start of the season and how I feel about them now, 
Romero has definitely fallen off by far one of the most of all of them. Hugo Lloris, I have to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been defending that guy for nigh on 10 years now. You've been, de- yeah, season, you've been defending him you as long as I've off. known you. <laughs> Get him gone. Well, I think uh, you're signing David Rea, aren't you? Nah, probably not. Newcastle won him, so that's where he'll go. Kuliseski, like, was injured for a long bit of the season. Um, and there's more goodwill towards him, I think. Generally, because he's such a good end of last season. Same with Son. If they do it again next season, I'm going to have to be asking questions. But it's like, okay, you were so good last season, I can I can allow it for this one. Um, Hugo Lloris, I, I just so just so disgusted with this, the stuff I was seeing from him. Eric Dyer. <laughs> he's not as bad as people. He is kind. Of, it's like Harry Maguire sort of thing. Like he he isn't as bad as people make it out. It's not. It's he isn't the reason, but he's a large part of why that defense doesn't work. Um, but for me, I'm I'm going Christian Romero. I actually like he actually pissed me off. He was so good <laughs> in the latter stages of the World Cup for Argentina, and he just didn't give a shit to the rest of the city. He didn't try. And so many brainless decisions. I'm going to go with him. Basuma was really disappointing as well, wasn't he? I mean, he didn't feature enough to be like. But I think uh, the Basuma, yeah. The summer summer oh. window you had was literally equivalent, like exactly to that post bail window, wasn't it? A load of shine. Jets. No, bang. I don't. I don't think <laughs> it was. I don't <laughs> think it was. I think Conte, and we'll get on to Conte a bit. Um, but I think Conte is genuine because we haven't really talked about Conte since he left Spurs. I think a genuinely disgusting uh, outing <laughs> as, as a manager. Um, Basuma played the last five games for Spurs and everyone was thinking, why on earth has this guy not been playing? He's so much better than everyone else. Like, so much better than Skip, so much better than Hoiberg. And Conte, because it wasn't Conte's guy, he just didn't play him. So I washed my hands in. Oh, he doesn't get the system. What system? Passing it sideways? <laughs> just disgusting. Conte, I have to say, like his stock as a manager... I'm glad it's fallen because of this. He doesn't deserve to manage a big club after this. Do you know, so I worry, bad. I worry that his his stock as manager has not fallen at all because <laughs> no, I'm what he me. did before he he got out, he, he threw the club, not not the, not just the players, not just the board, but the actual club and its history under the bus so much. Everyone was like, "Well, yeah, of course he failed. It's Tottenham. It's the history of the Tottenham. It's what they do." Which is it's basically true. what he said, and he was right. And so I don't but think, I think if you do, if you do examine it, if you do examine it in a bit with a bit more detail, he didn't do well. He basically was like, "You need to spend Man City money, or I can't beat Southampton." What are you talking about? What, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you've you've got arguably one of the best players in the league in Harry Kane. There, Not you've, got, you've got the tools yeah. are there. The tools are there for a top six finish at least. And he's nowhere near. And the football's crap. And that European exit to AC Milan. Now, the guy's a disgrace. The guy's an absolute <laughs> disgrace. I, I think he's, he's one, one of the most fraudulent tar- managers of all time, personally. He's I think his reputation is so inflated. Just, I, don't know if, I don't think it affects his next move whatsoever. He's been at four clubs. He's won at three of them. Three European giants and Spurs. One everywhere apart from Spurs, and so it starts to build up a bit of a narrative. Mourinho, well, Mourinho's won the Conference League with Roma, and that's it. West Ham won the Conference he's, sorry, League. Sorry, he's won everywhere he's been. Is that true or is that <laughs> true? 
No, but like, there's winning and then there's Is that true conflict. or is that not true? Like, come on, he was at Spurs for a while and he didn't win there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mourinho, Mourinho, Mourinho is different. You can say there's winning Mourinho and there's winning the Conference League, but you got dumped out the Conference League group stages. You had the chance. <laughs> no, whoa, 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 relax. We get dumped out. We got, we got told we couldn't play in it anymore because we didn't have enough players to field. Okay, there's a big difference there, pal. You should have had yeah, players. You got dumped out. <laughs> Yeah, um, talking about Tottenham, I think um, last to, to finish up on like Conte and everything like that. Um, I think the difference between Mourinho, I think Mourinho is a far, far, far better manager uh, than Conte, and his legacy will, will be will far outshine Antonio Conte's one. Um, I think the, the points he made about the club are valid, but you and if Mourinho had made the same points, I, I'd listen up a bit more. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, coming from Conte, I mean, who someone didn't even try. It's just like okay, well, you know, it's difficult. It's a di- it's a difficult pill to swallow, administered by someone that has shown a general disdain and a lack of trying from the start. If that makes sense. <laughs> and all the twerking yeah, from Tottenham fans for him, and, 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 and general, you know, media as well about Conte. It needs. It just needs to stop. And I was doing it myself. I got I got wrapped up in it. The guy's a, a, a what's what's the word? A false prophet. The guy's crap. Crap. You go to Italy, you win some pony fucking Italian league, you get knocked out in, in the Champions League group stage, and then, you know, just just fuck off, honestly. Fuck off. I don't have this level of hatred for Mourinho. I definitely don't. And now Mourinho we've got our new like guy in. More, yeah, like, more likeable. Conte just, yeah, I've just uh, no time for him at all now after that. I think there's um, just some more basis for Mourinho's behaviour. You can back it up a bit better than Conte can. Um, Conte is just a strange, strange, strange man. But I, I his rant was one of my favourite moments of the season. I must yeah, say, yeah. Wiggy, Wiggy, fraud. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my moment of the season. Real, we absolutely yeah, okay though. After this, I don't think he's done himself that much shame by calling Tottenham. No, he'll, go, he'll go to Napoli and he'll win a I don't know Coppa Italia and he suddenly and he'll spend. 200 trillion euros I, I also think I think leave the team in disgrace it might not have harmed his career long term or anything but I think it's it's um, visualised the things that have always been a problem with him like it's, it's like he's really inflexible he needs everything that, to be okay. perfectly his way he's tactically very limited as well like he's got his way that's it he, he, well, he can't switch it yeah he can't switch it up when things aren't working and he's a European fraud as well. So I think he, he's not going to go down as one of the greats or anywhere close to it, in my opinion. He'll he'll get he'll get somewhat forgotten. Yep. Big old fraud. He's just, he's just Emery with an Italian passport. <laughs> no, I, 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 because Emery can win in Europe. To Villa. True. <laughs> yeah, he's the reverse Emery. Conte couldn't do what Emery has done at Villa, I don't think. No way. No, no way. He'd be like, well, why don't I have Mbappe? Why have I got Ollie Watkins? I hate this club. This club's always been a failure, and he just fucking leave. Nah, yeah, it's, it's his, his ego is the problem because I think he could actually, in terms of like results, I think he probably could, but it's just his ego would get in the way of that. Yeah, 
Anyway, moving on. My moment of the season was probably... Oliver Skip's goal against Chelsea, I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy that. I did, I did love that. And Pierre-Emil Hoiberg's goal against Marseille in the Champions League, that's like the rare shred of glory, if you could even call it that, that I've had. So I'll take that. You guys probably don't even remember it. probably didn't watch it, but that was nice. <laughs> the worst not moment for me... About. <laughs> the worst moment for me, uh, by far, was... Um, well, there's a number of the times where Arsenal won in the last minute and I thought they were going to win the league. That was bad. But for Tottenham, it was uh, coming into the pub. I was going to watch the, the Newcastle Spurs game with my brother and then, Pat, you joined a bit later <laughs> on. I joined at 12 minutes in and we were 3-0 down. And as I as I sat down in shot and then went up to get a drink, it was 4. And then by the time I'd got my drink and sat down, it was 5. I remember so, I, then, I I was really hung over that day and I was gonna I was gonna give it a miss. Um so I was I texted there being like, Oh you know, I'll um I'll wake up some other time. Then I think by the time that the second goal got in, I was like, you know, cartoonishly like hoisting up my trousers, like <laughs> scrabbling around for my, my possessions. Um, and then I, I, I got on the train and I was genuinely so worried. You know, and you know what Downing is like as well. I was so worried he was just gonna go home. So I kept asking him like I'm on the train. I've paid money to come here, but you cannot leave. But in the in the end, I think it was actually and Dowling. Like obviously, it was a miserable, miserable thing for you, but it was quite funny. I think you had fun in a way, in a twisted way. It, it was. It's, I think for me, I've never had a feeling like it where it's like the first half after the first five goals went in. That twenty minutes till half time was really horrible because it's like I don't want to be put on a poster. I don't want this to be like ten nil. And it's like the worst result ever. Where I can't six one six ones happen. Okay, they do happen. Ten nils don't happen. And if it was ten nil, I was like, okay, th- this is like, this is the club on the line here. And the club's already going down, but this is like this could finish finish it forever right now. Um, <laughs> so I didn't want that to happen. But I was like, look, six one. When when you're five nil down in twenty minutes, you know your your brain does the most insane gymnastics of all time. And I was like, look, I'll take I'll take a six one right now. I'll take it. Absolutely. Oh, we, oh, we score. Oh, brilliant. Get in. Great day out. Uh, no, that, that was yes, absolutely please. disgusting. Also, another contender very quickly. Can I actually, can I expound on that, Ed, and say that whole sort of week or two is either side of that? Newcastle expound, result. yeah, we, we do need to. We <laughs> <laughs> do need to be now. Absolutely. I was wondering if we were going to let it slide. <laughs> Spurs got ruined on Twitter. For that whole period, so it was like there was the Bournemouth game where wasn't it like you lost in the last minute to those losers, and then the Liverpool game where you lost in the last minute after equalising in the last minute. No, that, was, yeah, that, that was that was my other contender. It was and like that whole doing that. fortnight you were just beyond embarrassing. <laughs> Richarlison scoring um, his only goal in in the league <laughs> was was Liverpool away ninetieth minute equaliser, and then Lucas Moura just. Passes it back, passes it to Jota. Um, that was probably the most soul crushing. That's my soul crushing moment of the season, but it's not my worst moment. If that makes sense, was, it, was that the Spursiest um, moment of the season? That's, that's, I think that's one of the Spursiest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever. I think that gives life to the definition. To be honest, that was that was so disgraceful what he did there. That fucking <laughs> bald cunt. Honestly, get I was out. so angry can't leave, as well. The door hit you the fucking way out. You twat. All right. So, this is the question I've been wanting to ask. Moving on from Tottenham. Have United have a be- had a better season than Arsenal? No. 
Uh, no, I don't think we have. Uh, Champions, League the, Champions League of the trophy. I mean, I'm, you can't see. Obviously, we, we have something to actually up. show for it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I really wanted to be that dude um, after Ferdinand said it, that pretended I agreed. Look, if his point was as well, if we had won against City in that final, yeah, you would have had a better season than them. I, I, I would agree. Um, that domestic double, as, as fraudulent as, as as it feels, that would have been better. Yeah, yeah. But just, I don't think I don't think you could say that. Uh, especially because of some of the moments we've had. So I guess if we move on to United, it's been right. the weirdest, weirdest sort of mishmash in that we. I've sat through the 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 worst, the worst two performances I've ever seen United have <laughs> in my entire football career. Worse than the ones I was talking about last season. But in general, I think we've been the best we've been since Fergie. <laughs> so it's it's a bit strange. Yeah, that's a fair way of putting it. All those two performances? I mean, imagine one of them was Brentford, right? What was the other one? You forgot the 7 0. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, that 7 0 doesn't stick in my mind as, as much as it should do. It didn't I think feel, it's been it really downplayed. It really does. It hasn't, really don't think it hasn't been that. downplayed. Here's the, here's the thing about it. If we, like, I'll, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert here for my, for my worst moments of the season because it's those two. But. That like I think most people would assume that the Liverpool seven nil would just immediately be the worst because our rivals and everything. But the Brentford game, in terms of how I felt about the club, was definitely my lowest point of the season. The Brentford game, we come off losing on the opening day at Old Trafford, the only time we lost lost at Old Trafford in the Premier League this season. Uh, but how was I to know that? And then I'm at Boomtown, I'm in the crowd, and I'm just refreshing BBC Sport. And Brentford are four nil up, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, we're going to get relegated! This is this is the worst thing that could ever happen. We're going to be awful. Who's this bald prick who we put in charge?" <laughs> um, whereas when we lost seven nil to Liverpool, it was like almost funny in that it was such a freak result. Like I, we we'd been doing really well, but I I I'd said to Charlie and a, a few of our, our mates here, "I'm really quite worried about this one," and they were shocked. They were like, "Even better than Liverpool, you." I'm sure you win. And I was like, hmm, I'm a bit worried. Obviously, I wasn't expecting 7-0. But when you were at that point, I was like, well, we are really good. That was just really weird. And the Brentford game, I was like, oh my gosh, we are the worst team in the world. <laughs> I think, I think um... it helped that the Brentford game was at the beginning of the season. Like, you don't quite know what to expect yet. Like like you said, for the 7-0, you'd seen your team playing good football. Whereas the Brentford game, what you just lost to Brighton and then you've lost 4-0 to Brentford, you're you're worried. Oh you know, yeah. You've got another oh, 36 yeah. games to play of this. But, so that that all being said then, what would you rate yeah. this season, Temi, then? I think this is a really interesting I think United's the most interesting one in terms of what you'd rate the season. Because I think you could go as I think there's a really wide range that you could go with here. I think United fans. Look, we've not won the league in 10 years. I think we need to step off our high horse and say it can't be more than a cert. Loads of United fans will still say it can't be more than a five if we if we don't sort of win the league or whatever. And that's just ridiculous. For me, it's an eight. We we improved our Premier League tally by about 20 points. If you looked at if you looked at all the predictions before the season from pundits and whatnot, no one had us in the top four. We've come third. We've won a trophy, our first one in six years. We've got we we have a style of play identity we know which of our players we'd like to keep which ones are the dead weight at the end of last season it was a bit like i have no idea what's what rashford and as a united fan especially i guess a young black one 
like Rashford scoring 30 goals in the season is all I ever want to see. Like I can't, I can't, I can't be mad at that. And like FA Cup final, like I, I'm happy with it. I thought it was a great season actually. Eight, definitely. Eight out of ten. Fair enough. It's yeah. The player of the season. Should we go around? Let's start with you, Pat. Okay. Uh, Rashford. <laughs> yep. Pretty, 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 uh, pretty agreeable there, Hamilton. Rashford. Dixon, are you going to say Rashford? Yeah, I'm going to say Rashford as well. To be honest, I, I, be I, I think it is Rashford. Temi said Casemiro. There, there are two other names. Or yeah, Bruno. Throw a Casemiro out there. It'll be Lissandro. For me, Bruno. Uh, uh, I just think nothing, nothing good that we ever do begins to happen without Bruno being there. He, he's one of the most ridiculous athletes I've ever seen, and I don't think people give him the credit for it. He plays ninety minutes every three days like it is nothing. He's never ever injured. He's never injured. He's missed two days since joining United through illness. He's he, he's never injured. The guy gets kicked so much. He, I mean, he's the one always trying to push people to celebrate, like get your moment with the fans. He's he's so much more of a ha- uh, a captain than that huge headed buffoon could ever dream of being. Wait, is he club captain still? Harry Maguire, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, uh, you wouldn't know because Bruno captain leads us out every game. I just thought it was no, Bruno. He doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think Bruno's just immaculate. But yeah, I could have said four or five people. Rashford, again, our season is nowhere near as good without him because he was the, he would, the goals and when we went into the season we were thinking our goals are going to have to come from Ronaldo no one else we have no idea where else any goals are going to come from then the whole Ronaldo faff happens and if you remember it was like well United are a bit screwed they don't have a striker and they've been embarrassed by this sort of goat guy and Ten Hag managed to flip it Rashford managed to flip it onto all right we'll get all our goals from this guy and we're absolutely fine don't worry about us we didn't need that has been anyway and to be able to flip that rhetoric in the way that they have, I'm so proud of him, honestly. Yeah, I, can, I hear that. The fact that all that Ronaldo stuff, the Pierce Morgan interview, that happened this season feels this so, season. so it, long ago. Yeah, it feels like forever. Honestly. All right, tell me, I want your moment of the season. Oh, easy, easy, easy. Um, it will be Rashford's goal in the. Derby at Old Trafford because on that day I thought we were in title race um, oh actually it might, oh, could be Anthony against Barcelona as well that was I enjoyed that Barca game to be fair that was such a good day probably just about the Derby, I derby was gonna, I, 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 I think what for me ruins the United season a slight bit is I think towards the end of the season I think the league form fell off a bit, and I think the the ending to the Europa League campaign was very disappointing. I know at Sevilla obviously I, that's what they do, but the performance in exactly what I was going Spain say. was so bad. The performance I, in Spain was an absolute disaster, and I think we had been really we'd been sort of fucked over a little bit in Manchester um, because we had that time wrapped up. Then we go to Spain and it's injuries, unfortunately, means Maguire has to start it. And and it was just Maguire and De Gea, sort of a last dance donkey together display. <laughs> um, 
because you just remember what those two can do when they have each other to work with. And it is remarkable how little understanding <laughs> those two have of each other. Remarkable. Yeah. Both fine at what they do, but when they, when they do it together, it is the, it's a horror show, a horror show. Um, and that's just a little reminder that we've still got that, that we need to get out of the club. I do still want to say that I think eight out of 10 is, is, ambitious when you've said you've had the two most probably actually if you include severe away the three most embarrassing losses you can remember for a long long time you your cup runs obviously great but you didn't play a single good game a good mat good team until you lost to city um and you had a lot of losses otherwise i mean you you lost like like ed said there were a few bad aside from rashford's purple patch in the middle where you look like yeah like you said you were gonna start to compete maybe in the title race after that it just petered out like when rashford came out of form it i i i would probably say six and a half seven there's a lot that can be done to make that a better season i just think you cannot look at a season in in a vacuum, you have to you have to look at where we came from. Yes, we had bad, bad results, but like in general, what we were this season was good. And I just don't think anyone was expecting with that. And we had quite a lot to be dealing with in terms of injuries and and obviously suspensions. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think we dealt with everything really well. When we started to peter out towards the end of the season, I thought. Okay, if we don't get Champions League, something's gonna yeah have to change. But then we won our last four league games. We would never have done that last season. We would no, never have done that last season. We came third. I'm I'm absolutely fine with that. Third and a, and a, and a trophy. Eight out of ten for yeah. sure. What no, What are your expectations coming into next season? Now the title race. You think? I think, I think you're a fair way off still. Um, squad wise, it, it depends what sort of money you have to play with in the summer. But I think you've got a lot. A lot of work to do. Um, I think we're one man off the title race, really. I think, um, nah, 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 nah. Come on, you, you need no a replay. You need a winger. You need a, definitely need a striker. You need a goalkeeper so badly, and I'd say you need a right back as well. Like, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of work needs to be done on the squad. I think it's very, it's very easy to say that sort and of thing. Probably two. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I think it's very easy to say that sort of thing. How many signings did Arsenal make in the summer? Uh, before, really? like, before the season, would you have uh, said you were three players off that sustained? Attack? No, of, of of course not. Of course, no. That's, no, that's true. But I think you're. you're I think if we signed, basically, I'm saying, really. if we signed Harry Kane, and he's when I say one man, I mean it is Harry Kane. Okay, if it's in Harry Kane, of, different story. Yeah. In terms of what what we are lacking, he just he would bring so much to it. It would mean we would not need to sign a winger because we have Ahmad coming back, Garnacho. Rashford could just be a winger, um, so and and then you you can choose out of whoever you want, San, Sancho and Anthony. I don't, I don't really give a shit, but I think Harry Kane he would get so many assists. Bruno, as great as his numbers were this season, his assist numbers maybe one and a half times what he got, maybe double because you got Harry Kane in there. I think we're a lot more stable. He can drop deep, he can pass, he can finish, he can do everything that. Remember, we've done everything that we've done without Veghorst as our striker. Without Veghorst. You know, we, we beat Barcelona over the two legs. Without Veghorst started both. <laughs> the leap from that to, to a Harry Kane is, I think, the leap between us and a title race. 
not, not maybe yeah, not winning it, but doing almost what Arsenal did, being in it. Yeah, because you you were fairly close. I mean, if you picked up a few more points in that crucial bit of the season, you would have technically been in the title race this season. So, I don't think it's as far if, off as people if think. That player is Kane, I agree. But yeah, I when I'm sorry, think... to be fair, to be clear, when I said one man, I meant yeah. Harry Kane. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that's fair. I think Kane would be a truly transformational sort of signing. Mm-hmm. Um, as I think like Ozan about... could be or something. But I, I just think you there's... Say that about us getting Kane. You could say that about Arsenal getting Kane. Like he's just Arsenal that. <laughs> he's a top three striker in the world. Like you could say that about. I know you could. I know you could, but the reason I'm saying it about us is the difference between literally not having a striker and that, and then having a striker that is how yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm not saying it about you guys. Well, maybe I you, think, you guys need so much. I think a goalkeeper is equally as important, though. Well, slightly less important, maybe, but... I'm with you. Of similar I'm importance. I'm with you. I agree. I can't have I that think, in my goal. And that's, as that's exactly what I agree with in terms of why I'd rather just spend more money on getting... Osimhen being the perfect striker than spending 80 million or 70 million or whatever on a goalkeeper to replace Kepa because that's how much going from no striker to world-class striker is a bigger jump from crappy goalkeeper to mid to decent goalkeeper. I will say there's a big difference between my crappy keeper and your, and your crappy keeper. My crappy keeper. Oh, I don't know. Kepa, Kepa and, oh, 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 oh. and De Gea are... No, they're not similar, bro, because De, he- De Gea and I... I, I think De Gea is the bottom five keeper in the league, and I've been saying this for a while. But I still think I still think he's a top three shot stopper in the league. He's so good at that. Kepa doesn't have like a like a special move. De Gea, yeah. there, there is no one better in the world. I'm telling you, it's just everything else that has become so important that puts him that makes him such a bad goalkeeper. In that vein, then, Timmy, say our goalkeeper might save you 10, 15 points. De Gea can do that. Yeah, I reckon this he might feature in this next category, but your worst single moment of the season, what was that? Uh, hmm. My worst moment of the season was when uh, Nesri, I think it was, head, headed the ball like it was going maybe 80 yards wide and it bounces off of Harry Maguire's arse into the back of the net <laughs> and it's too, it's too old. Between us and Sevilla, I was I was throwing things. I could not believe what I was. It was so unlucky. It wasn't even. It, it, it was ridiculous. that bad. It was just so unlucky. Was it? Too I think about that the, the wire is so unfortunate. He's so unfortunate. Like, bless him. He's so crap. But regardless really of what he's doing, really. there's just nothing else going right for him. <laughs> My God! All right, one more team left. Arsenal. Right, well, Dixon, we'll start with you. Let's have your season rating and then I'll get Pets after that. We'll see we'll see where we're at. Good season, great season, but I don't think it can be higher than an eight with nothing to show for it. Yeah. Like, I'm, o- I'm over the moon with how we've played. I'm over the moon with how long we spent on the top of the table. But I think without a trophy... It's hard to be in those top two numbers of a t- ten out of ten rating. <laughs> like if we won the league, ten. I think yeah. it's that simple. I don't know. I mean, of course, of course. If you said nine, I'd, I'd be very, very confused. Pat, what do you I think? think? Nine, we would have had to won Europa or something. The, the thing is, I have seen us win the FA Cup three times over the last kind of 
half, what, decade or whatever, and this season's better than many of them. Like, and it makes me, so I'm, I'm giving it a nine out of 10 because, like, it is such a monumental step up in level from last season. We've blown everyone's expectations out of the water. Like, it, would I trade this? Like, you know, would, would I send us back to fifth place and take a Carabao Cup or an FA Cup? Even no. the Europa League, well, maybe Europa League, but no, no, no way. Um, <laughs> no. Nine out of nine out of ten. It's it's nine out of ten in the context of the last few seasons we've had. I think if you know if we've been coming second and third or or fourth or whatever for the past few years, then obviously that's impressive. But in the context of the gigantic step up we've had, similar to Temi, and why I'd agree with him that, that United season was an eight out of ten because they've come from a disappointing season to. A, a significant step up and I think Arsenal's was just as if potentially not more more significant um, I'm on Ed's side here of course you are <laughs> nine, is, nine, nine, nine is ambitious given the Brighton game the West Ham game the Southampton game nine is ambitious for that but then you've got to look at all the other games those are the games that stopped them from winning the league which nine is very high yeah. nine, is, nine is like I think nine is fine Nine is high. Like I would probably give, you know, nine would be Chelsea winning the Champions League under Tuchel because we were still pretty mid in the league and with the Frank season, like it cannot be a but ten is a, a ten is uh, a ten is the one a, like one. If you're giving a season where you win the Champions League, you're not giving it a ten. I think that's very strange. But, but, but two, I am a, a ten is the what Pat is saying. What are you saying? Pat a ten is a treble. Was well, it? No, but like in terms of the best Forest ever, ever have a ten season then because it, it is by default it is relative to expectations. Like if 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 you know Nottingham Forest staying up, they have had a ten out of ten season. Like that that is sort of, the only team where anything less than a treble is is not ten out of ten is Manchester City. That is the saying. only team where that's the case for. Like Arsenal's expectations for finishing. Yeah, Brighton's was ten. Our, our, our expectations were finishing. Like the aim that all all the Arsenal fans were saying, which was even higher than what non-Arsenal fans were saying, was top four, getting fourth, and we push Man City all the way in a in a title race. That is a nine out of ten. Well, not all the way. Let's, let's get some VAR on that. I mean, it was wrapped <laughs> up really early. Um, up until okay. thirty-two games. <laughs> I yeah. One thing I, I, it'd be interesting if we did this question every after every game week. I think there'd be points where obviously as the season goes, where I think you also fans would be like, "This is a ten out of ten. This is like the best thing Absolutely. I've ever seen." Yeah, and that um, was the majority of the season. Yeah, but then you got and some yeah, weeks. It was it was that up until the game mark? I think you you're right. If, where, you, know, if like you if you were Bournemouth, to if if I were to rate each week, and then you averaged it across the season, we're probably a, a nine. But I think to take yeah, the season, definitely a nine season for us. Really when, when you put it that way, when you put it that way, I I can see that. To be fair, um, this is our best. This is our best season since since the Invincibles. This is Arsenal's. Got, we've we've never scored more goals in a Premier League season. Um, we've we've only amassed more points once. Like yeah, we didn't win a Car- Carabao Cup or whatever. Like or or, or, or yeah, and obviously. You know, I think we also fell short of the amount of points that would normally win you a prem. Like, so that is disappointing. Yeah. We'll have to see what we can do next season. But again, if you told me at the start of the season that we would finish with what eighty-six points or whatever it was, I would say that is an. I'd say then that would be Arsenal having a nine out of ten season. 
I don't see why it should be different now that the season's happened in retrospect. I think our, our scores that we've given can be completely evidenced by uh, United, Arsenal, home and away. Because the, the quality of those two games this season compared to the last six, seven or eight times we've, we've had to do it. It, <laughs> it, it was the Festival of Mediocrity. I've said this on here before. That was what we used to call it, the Festival of Mediocrity. And then from there to the one, the one at Old Trafford, it was just so fast quality both ways and again and again at the Emirates with that Rashford goal and then that Saka goal yeah it was, there were proper teams go going especially if you if you take the season the middle part let's say November to March um Arsenal were like everyone was so scared of them so scared of them I, yeah. I was terrified to play them because they were just they were they were half a yard quicker than everyone they were stronger they were crisper that they were likely to put their chances away, but if not, they would get another one. They they could go deep in games, win late. That Bour- was it. Bournemouth, I don't know. Yeah, Bournemouth. All the things you would not say an Arsenal team were or could do, they were doing. I thought their season was amazing. Honestly, I did. I've been swaying yeah, at nine. <laughs> nine. Okay, player of the season. This is an interesting one. What are you guys saying? Start with you, Pep. Well, hang on. Are you? Are you didn't you guys do ours? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with the safe option. I'm gonna go for Saka. Okay. Oh, but there's a few. Sammy. Um. Odegaard. Listen. Can you call it a tie between the two of them? Because I can't choose. To be honest, I'm being indecisive. I'm being lazy. <laughs> I'm ready to choose one. Oh, okay, Saka. Okay. okay. Can we reveal the answers? There's one other guy that I think uh, is worthy of, of that. So I'm interested to see what you guys say. Pat, what do you think? Uh, Odegaard, for me. Odegaard, okay. Dixon? It's very, very difficult because there's been a lot of really good players who've been really important. But it's hard. It's hard to ignore Odegaard. Yeah. What's Saliba? Part of yeah, part of me wants to say Saliba, but then if I say Saliba, I also think that Gabriel may have had a better season than Saliba. I I, I think Gabriel had a better season than Saliba. Yeah, and, and yeah. haven't we on occasions made the point if you don't play most of the season, you can't be in contention for these awards? Yeah. Like we said, anything about Stones for the team in the season, obviously Saliba then falls into that category now, mm-hmm. like. He just his name should be there, but he's not there because of availability. It just is what it is. Yeah, agreed. Fair enough. Not hear that. All right, we're running out of time here, so I'll try and wrap this Arsenal bit up. Uh, moment of the season. I think there's obviously quite a fair few to choose from. We'll start with you, Pat. What do you think the moment of the season was for Arsenal? Uh, the the reason Nelson goal versus Bournemouth. That was that yeah. was. But I think I was I'm up there with the, the best moments. But in the just in the moment that I've ever had as an Arsenal fan, it's it's like knocking on the door with Henri versus. Henri versus uh, Leeds. It's um, yeah. It, it 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 brought me in the moment. It brought me as much joy as probably any of our FA Cup winning goals brought me. Um, it's just that is the sort of moment crystallizes what football is all about. It was unbelievable. So yeah, mm. there you go. I'm the same. I've got nothing interesting to get. I mean, it was. Just, I was just. We've never felt inevitable in my football watching lifetime. And in in the end in the end of that game, 
it just felt like there was nothing Bournemouth could have done to stop us from scoring those goals. And then, for, mm. part of me, just for it to be Reese Nelson, yeah, I'm like, I was buzzing for the guy. Like he's he's struggled so much to really like make his name for the senior squad, and he came in and changed the game. And that the, the strike, the strike off that corner, is gorgeous. He's earning a contract based off that moment, pretty much. That's how great it was. <laughs> All right, worst moment of the season. I think I've got. I think I know it, but I'd like to hear. It's of you, Dixon. And, uh, end of that Southampton game. Yep. <laughs> really? At that point, it was. It was okay, what was specific done. moment? The season in that was game? over. So I'd say I see the, Zin- the Zinchenko like rallying huddle. As a fan, if I was an Arsenal fan watching that, I'd be like, "Oh my god, their heads have gone here. This is, this is falling <laughs> apart in front of my very eyes." It didn't. It didn't bother me as much as it seemed to have bothered a lot of people. I was like, "Like, fine." No, like, it, it, it was. Whatever. It was Gerard. It was Gerard Liverpool esque, like <laughs> trying to rally the troops in the face of an impending bottle job. It was like that. You when have you ever seen a camera pan in to an emergency team huddle during a game? <laughs> Come on, doesn't happen. Glorious, absolutely it, glorious. For me, it, okay. it was just—it was just the end. It was like the whistle blowing on that game and being like, yeah. "Oh, I was so dis- disappointed." <laughs> that's that's that. that. Like the the West Ham game a week before was where I thought, like, okay, we're we're letting this slip, and then it was it was full time. Then that I thought this has slipped. We're no longer favourites, and I don't think we're going to do it. Um. Yeah, I think it's also with the full time Southampton, you know that your next minute of football is against City, and we've just not been good for two and a half games. Yeah. And we've not yeah. changed anything in this final game before the City game for me to be able to believe that we'll go and do anything. Would you and not say we've just drawn with Southampton? Would you not say the City game? It was worse though because it was kind of like those three draws were like the build up to that See, game. There was nothing to and lose. Then that, like I was like, already, was, we were already we, done. You did. I never, you did. I never, I never expected race. to get anything out of that city game going into it. No, but how, whereas going into Southampton point, at home, I I'm really not having that rewrite. We'd get a result. You all said, you all said many times you thought you could go there and get a draw. I yeah, but what I'm saying is the Southampton game. Yeah, no, no. I, I thought if you even asked ask Liverpool, no... I thought yeah. we could go to City and maybe get a result. Definitely, but after yeah. West Ham and then after Southampton, there were no, no part fans, of me thought anything me, was there happening. There were no Arsenal fans in the world who were saying in the week leading up to City game that we were getting a result there. Like no one. You're, 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 you've not seen that. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, right. I want the blessing of the season. So uh, I'm trying to think how to actually define this. Let's go with like the single best player performance in one game in the season. Who do you think it was? Um, I'd argue probably this is include horrible. the World Cup uh, as well. Harlan's hat trick at the Etihad against question. us, probably. <laughs> the the really World question. Cup final. Look, I'm talking because well, yeah, but... we obviously include the World Cup, like best single. Because a Blasek is, is a performance in the day. So I think it's yeah. got to be a player performance in one game. World Cup. Yeah, and I think a Bafé World Cup's got to be unanimous choice. Not that is the most scared I've ever he, been. He, he just switched it on. <laughs> that's he, too he obvious, though. So, it's so good. Premier League, that's more interesting. All right. Then we've got Stinkwatch, obviously. I think we'll do a holistic Stinkwatch of the uh, of the season. 
Um, my nominee. Look, I want to get a nominee from all of you guys. I'm go- I'm I'm so certain in going for Antonio Conte. I think that was disgusting. What he said, what he did, and how shit we were. I'm going to Antonio Conte all the not, way. Not a candidate for me. Not a candidate for me. Um, I think Stinkwatch. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at one man and one man only, and that is Frank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, Over no, the I course knew, of a season, yeah. wow. Yeah, oh, disgusting. Everton as well. He's he's got to be there. If, if you want to talk about stocks so falling from the start of the season to the end, Frank Lampard. <laughs> can you put? Can you put Brendan Rodgers there? I think Leicester, I think Leicester wouldn't have gone down if they'd kept him. They no, I, I don't think they earlier. would have either. But, but I think he would have kept him up. Put them in that situation. That's Ooh. what I mean. They have a better, much much better squad than Everton. But surely Rogers has to be in the conversation. But Frank Lampard. Yeah, I've decided. I've decided. If you're taking a manager, it's Lamps. No one else. No one even gets sniff. Yeah, fair. There's got to be one man. Um, there's got to be one person. It's got to be Frank Lampard, player, manager, whatever. That that's the spirit of Stinkwatch. Remember, we've we've had club owners on there. Todd Bowley could be there. <laughs> oh, no, Frank <laughs> Bowley is real. To candidate. fail to fail to fail so emphatically at two clubs, it, it's so but it's so bad. Get get him in there. Right, we have got one minute thirty seconds left. I've got to do le- a fancy lounge very very quickly. Because obviously we've got the winner now of, of the entire tournament. Uh, and who'll be winning a pace and power mark? It is Hotel Tiago, Luke Percy. Congratulations. A pace and power mark will be going your way. He got fantastic work. 2,545 points. Just for context, I got 2,006. So I, I didn't do that good, but that, that's, that's a great score. <laughs> to be fair. Um, in the mini league, uh, Temi, unfortunately, you were last. Oh, uh, stop I stopped playing. Stop, stop playing. <laughs> I also stopped playing. So I was second last. Hampson was just above me. Uh, then Dixon and then Pat, who playing. was 14th. So the little mini league, we, we were kind of mid-table. We were all bad. Um, <laughs> I stopped. I stopped Temi, playing. Temi long, just long about ago. beat the drop. I, I beat I was the drop. I was, like, I was like, I was like a palace. I just stopped. I just stopped trying. Temi, you were like a forest. I had a sort of spirited end to the season. Actually, no, Pat, did you fall off? I think you fall off a little bit. I fell bit off there. big time. Yeah, so I, I, um, I was, I was sort of like kind of sixth or seventh, and then um, I was a Pat I, for most of the season, and then I stopped playing. I stopped playing um for the last kind of like five, six weeks, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, fell off relatively. I'm looking at my team now. I've still got Saliva, so I think that says what. <laughs> well, like we got um, Alex Reeve obviously comes in last. Unlucky, my friend. It was a good attempt. But yeah, look, we'll be back in uh, September for the new season. We'll take a little break. Yeah, that's us done for this season. We're going to take a break. And uh, yeah, we'll release some episodes over the summer and everything. But we'll be back in September with the new season material. Until then, hope everyone has a great summer. And yeah, we'll be back soon. Cheers. Cheers.